Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. All right, here we go. We are going. Rich, we're going. Welcome, folks. Welcome and happy to have you joining us today at We Are Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. This is what we do at Mainline Executive Coaching. We work, we develop those leaders that want to be better than where they are now, better than what they're doing now, better than who they are now. This is what we do, and we do this through a process of evaluation, discussion, planning, and then action, holding you accountable, setting up a situation that is positive, that is safe, that is challenging, there's no doubt about that, but also allows you to flex your muscles, stretch out a bit, see where it is that you can go, where you can take your potential. Therefore, we are also mainline leaders. We are helping you to become that Get off the side rails, get off the branches, get back onto the main line, be who it is that you are. Let's get this done. Let's you get, get you in that position of leadership, not only on the outside, but inside, where it is that you know you really need to be coming from. I'm here today with my partner, Rich Barron. I'm Michael Bailey. And today we're going to talk about something that's probably not always that comfortable to talk about in the C-suite, and that is that's leading right. others with love, leading with love. Rich, let's start out here. What are your thoughts on leading or leadership and love? Well, you know, it has been said, and I, I, I kind of put this in the definition of what we were doing in our podcast, but three of the critical skills that leaders need to have is IQ, EQ, and LQ. The LQ standing for the love quotient. You know, being able to lead uh, by love. And I'm not sure, you know, how comfortable that makes some people. I'm sure that makes some people really uncomfortable when you say, well, I got to lead, lead with love. Does that mean that uh, you're physically or emotionally going to love everybody you work with? Absolutely not. But the point is simply this, is we all need to rely on each other. I shouldn't say need to, we have to rely on each other to get to that next level, whether it's corporate success, personal success, or any other thing in our lives that we really are striving to do. And it's just, it's about being empathetic and serving others. And true leaders really do that. That's You see a sense of empathy, a sense of service, a sense of purpose towards a greater, a greater purpose in themselves or, you know, something just around them. And that's sometimes a difficult concept, you know, for people to, to understand. It is a tough one to understand. 
And I think you're right. A lot of leaders probably think of the beginning of being all this mushy, emotional stuff. What are you talking about? That's the last right. thing I want. I mean, I'm running a business here after all, man. Get it. And it's not that at all. I love what it is that Covey talks about when he defines the word love. Love is action. It's not a state of mind. Love is an action. And I think when you take a leadership, you look at leadership, great leaders do this, and they are great at it. And that is they look at a situation, they look at the individuals that are involved with that particular situation, the tasks that they have, the, the, the project that they have to get done, the challenges, the problems that they are facing. They take a look at that, and they have an ability to size it up. And they're not sizing up just in terms of what is it we have to do to get this done. They're also looking at it from the point of view about this individual, this individual, this individual, and how can I bring these people here together? So they're not only looking at what has to be done, but they're looking at the potential of these individuals and how to help them deliver. One of the things I think that great leaders do is this. They give the people that they're leading great challenges. Now, oftentimes, that's where leaders start. I'm going to give you this great challenge. You go figure it out. You go take care of it. Now, that's half the equation. And here's what it is I think they leave out in the other half. And that is, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a great challenge here. This can be a team. This can be an individual. And I'm going to give you incredible support. You're not going to be doing this alone. I'm a resource. I'm a sounding board for you. I'm a person that can assist you in this process and what it is that you've got to take on. So it is this kind of connection that you've got. Remember. Remember, remember, great leaders, those that you are leading, oftentimes do not see their potential. They may not just get it. They just may not understand what it is. But you as that person that's been around the block a few times and have dealt with a lot of people, you kind of got that ability to see what's inside the other. You talk about that a lot. And then the issue for the leader is, how do I pull it out of them? How do I help them to see it? How do I help them engage it in such a way that not only are they getting the work done at a high level of expectation and performance, but now they're, they're, there's a whole level, a whole other level of fulfillment that's going on with that individual. That's when they feel like, you know, this, this, my leader here, my supervisor here, not only is challenging me, but they really care. They care about me because they're bringing the best out of me. Yes, absolutely. You know, some of the best leaders I have had have really taken me aside and said, don't do it this way, try it this way, and gave me some real positive feedback. And some of that feedback stung a little bit, quite frankly, but it needed it needed to. Not only that, I got to tell you, some of the very best leaders I have had have allowed me to fail. They allowed me to fail so I could learn. I learned, and, and it was a teaching lesson. It really was. So I've got to I've got to say, there's there are two laws. Two specific laws that I want to talk about. I'm just going to mention these real quick. Uh, from the 50 Laws of Intelligent Leadership with John Matone. Okay, first one is law number four. And it states, it says, go forward every day committed to worthy achievement, being altruistic, and building rewarding relationships with the people in your life. Very, I mean, that, that really kind of sums up a lot of what we're talking about. But here's another one. Here's another one. Law number 46, when we learn to judge others by the content of their character and what they actually bring to the table, rather than what we assume they bring to the table, we make our own world and the world at large a richer, brighter place. Now, if you, if you don't mind, Michael, I, I want to give an example of uh, an employee that, that worked for me, okay? Now, this is just one example, one example, because 
Um, she was from Somalia. I'm not going to mention her name. And uh, as I as I got to know her more, one of the things that I found out about her, she was phenomenally talented with numbers. Hmm. She could uh, she could recall numbers and add things up, or you know, just come up with all these numbers in her head. That was just her ability to do that was just phenomenal. And so I wanted to know more about her. I was like, you know, why are you why are you here in the United States? And she was. You know, what's your story? So I got to know her a little bit and asking her, you know, where did she come from? Well, she came from Somalia. Okay. So when she lived in Somalia, uh, she come, her mother was actually a, a well-known physician in Somalia, studied in Germany. Her father was a very well-to-do uh, businessman there. But while they were there, her husband um, was, was going to the store when he got to the store, someone came up and shot him through the open window of his car and, and killed him and then to, to take his car. And it wasn't too long after that that some people broke into her father's house and killed him to take over the house. So they uh, and she she called him the rebels. And it just got to the point where she said, I could not live in Somalia anymore. It was so dangerous. I wanted a better life for me and my daughter. My husband was gone. My father was gone. My mother was doing very well, but I needed to, to make my own life. So she came over here by herself um, to, and started basically fresh um, looking for you know a, a job. We, we put her in as a manufacturing uh, position. And so here's the thing. She was here supporting herself, supporting her daughter, away from her family because of the troubles that had happened with her family. And I got to tell you, when when you truly get to know, uh, you know, the people that you're working with, and I don't mean you have to really get to know their, their life story. That was just simply an example. But you understand that every single one of us, regardless of who you are, regardless of where you come from, have had struggles in their life. There, they may be, you know, current struggles in their life, and I guarantee if they haven't had them, they're coming. It's just the nature. It's it's human nature. Now, when we have empathy for those around us, you know, even in the workplace, and understanding that, you know, we all have bad days, we all have good days, we all, you know, there's 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 times that we just may need to talk to somebody. But as leaders, when we understand um, and you you have empathy for those around you and look at really developing a culture of altruism, a culture of inclusion, a culture of empathy, you are going to succeed. You're going to be that much further ahead as a leader. Now, does that mean a group hug after the toolbox meeting in the morning? Probably not. I think you might be crossing the line there and getting a call from, you know, workforce services or something. You know, someone's going to file a harassment claim or something like along those lines. So, no, it doesn't mean the big group hug. It simply means respecting each other for, for who you are, for their character, respecting, having genuine respect for those around you. You know, and I, I know you do this. I know you do this. What it is, is it's that ability to do, take that moment and really look at somebody and see what's going on. Really listen, really pay attention to them. Yeah. Watch what they're what they're saying, how they're saying it, their expression on their face. 
people are telling about themselves all the time. And all we have to do is pay attention. And where we see those little expressions or those little movements or the way they use this word instead of that word as they talk about something, that's your opportunity as a leader to see some insight into that individual, who they are, what's going on with them, and how better to connect with them. It's all laid out. We just have to pay attention. Yeah. Now, let's go and let's take what we're talking about here, the practice. The, we're talking about the practices and the concepts of leadership. And we take it to this other place where we kind of start out with this, the idea of leading with love. When you take a look at the outcome of doing this in the right kind of way, what you have is this. You have employees that not only feel that they're respected, there's something more that they feel from that leader. And because they feel something more, that sense of caring, that sense of interest, that sense of involvement at some personal level in their job, that's what it is they're doing, that personal level. I'm not just another person here, as you say, just not more meat on the floor. But something happens over time. And hopefully all you people that are watching have had that experience where that person you have been working with after a period of time or looking back, you say, and I just love that that person. I just love him. I love her. I love what it is they did. That it was tough times, hard times, challenging times. But I'm a better person for what we went through with that person's leadership. That's love. And if you listen to great leaders and you listen to the, the people that they led, particularly like in battle, if it was a great leader, their soldiers will say, man, woman, doesn't matter. They'll say, man, I just love that individual. They cared about us. They fought for us. They were by our side. They worked with us. They were in it with us. Yeah. If they can do that at that level, and that's true for sports as well. That's oh, true yeah. for any level, any real high level of, of uh, profession where there's a lot on the line. They'll say, man, I just love that individual. You can have that same kind of love and loyalty from your people if you're the one who's willing to really challenge them, care about them, support them. And lead them in ways that brings brings out the best in them. That's that somehow they become a better person because of it. Exactly. All right. So I, I think there's some you know some basic things we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, number one, make a genuine effort to understand each other. We're you know we all work in diverse diverse workplaces, diverse cultures. We are, we're from everywhere around the world right now. And even our even the people we deal with, you know, in business, in, in other cultures, you know, making a, a genuine effort to understand each other and realize that we are not better than the next guy. OK, so bottom line, I think if any of you folks out there uh, feel that you're in God's waiting room for corporate stars, you, you need to rethink yourself because that simply isn't what it is. So the next off this particular podcast long ago. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. Okay. All right. So here's, here's the second one. <laughs> so, uh, well, it carries over, carries the same law. Um, yeah. Here's the next one, except that we are all flawed. We are all flawed. We truly are. No one is good at everything and everyone makes mistakes. You know, it's it's helping each other through those mistakes is, you know, and getting on to the next level is, is, is where it's all about. Having courageous conversations, being vulnerable. And that doesn't mean opening up your, your soul, but having those serious conversations about the next steps in success, the next steps in your organization. Um, 
And some of those conversations can be difficult. You may have to, you know, guide someone down a path that they may not want to go down. And it's those conversations are hard. But, you know, and again, you do it with love. You do it with focus and, and trying to make them better, really, and making all of us better, really. And honestly, leadership's about love. It really is. When you look at it, you have leadership is an honor. Leadership is you hold so much in your hands as a leader of an organization that if you don't love what you're doing, if you don't love the company you're working with or truly believe in your processes or, you know, what it is that you are providing for your customers or for others, you know, you need to probably rethink where you are at in your life right now and find something that you truly do love. Because when you love something as much as, as wanting to make it successful, everybody around you is going to see that. And it, it's, it's contagious. It's absolutely contagious. It's an interesting thing. If you're not all in, and that's what you're talking about here, if you're not all in, then there's something hanging out. Or whatever that thing that's hanging out, because it's not all in, that's an anchor and that's a drag. And whether you think, well, I'm still showing up, I'm still doing my job, I'm still <laughs> da da da. If you're not all in, I'm telling you, at some level, you're you're you've got a drag going on. You're holding people back. You're holding yourself back, even though you're doing your job, but you're just not all in. That hurts everybody. Either you know, either step it up, get honest with yourself, say, this is not worthy, deserving of me. I must become better. Step it up or step away. That's the honest thing that you can do. And in the long run, I'll be very honest with you. If you don't step it up and you do step away, you'll probably find out that you're a lot happier that you left rather than just hanging hang in there and just getting by. Well, so you'll find something in your life that is. Yeah. You are meant for. All right. Let's wrap it up here. Okay. How do they get a hold of us? If they want to have that conversation with us to talk about, okay, how do I step it up? How do I become that leader that not only leads, but also leads with love and brings out the best. Yes. Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com. Go there. You can read more about uh, what it is that we do. Uh, you can you can reach out to us. We have our uh, links on there that you can find us. Um, and do that. Reach out and let's, let's talk. Let's just have a conversation. Get to know each other. Not only that, here's the other thing is we want guests on our podcast. We've had some great guests, but we know there are those folks out there right now. And we're getting, you know, we're pretty fortunate, Michael, because we have, we're really getting a global audience out of this podcast. And if you're listening to us out there, I don't care what time zone you're in. Well, we'll make it work for you. Let's do something. You know, let's, let's join us on this and let's talk about your viewpoint from somewhere else. Yeah. Well, we, we'd love to do that. Anyway. Um, Shout out to all our friends in Sweden. Hello. Yeah, well, that's, where, that's, <laughs> you're, you're, that's where you're from, right? Yeah, I got a great grandmother from Sweden. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Come join us and let's let's talk Swedish. I'll, maybe not. I don't have no clue. We get terrible. Maybe so. Uh, all right. So here, here it is. This is Rich and Michael. Once again, for Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, thank you so much for your support. And love. we love your comments, love your support. And we're going to keep doing this as long as you keep listening. So have a great weekend. Stay safe. 
and we'll see you next time. All right, all the best to you folks. Bye-bye. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.